Good evening, dear friends, and welcome to the Prayers for the United States. We're meeting every Friday night at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to unite our hearts and minds to pray for the United States. Why are we praying for the United States? Well, we have learned that the United States are the brain of the world. And we also know that the brain is the seed of the mind. And the mind, as we've learned in the beautiful book called Thought and Life by Emmanuel through the blessed mediumship of Chico Xavier, thought is life. So as the United States thinks, the United States emits. And as the United States emits, it attracts. So we are praying, we're praying that the brain, that the mind of the United States will unite and come closer to God, to fulfill God's will. And we also know that the will is the CEO of the mind. So we do want to bring the United States closer to God and we're doing our humble share in that. We apologize, we have technical issues. So as a result of that, we cannot broadcast live on Kardec Radio. Our computer is not working today and hopefully not broken forever. <laughs> so I apologize, so we're only live on Facebook. So welcome dear friends. Hello Melissa, so nice to have you dear friend. Thank you, thank you for being here. So tonight we have chosen a text from the beautiful book called Thought and Life Goes On by André Louise through Chico Xavier. Chapter 22, in chapter 22, at the end, there is a recipe for success for us on planet earth and specifically for us here in the united states because we do play a specific role being part of the brain of the world it is a special responsibility chapter 22 is called basis for a new future isn't that fortuitous basis for a new future and at the end of that chapter andre louise is gifting us with a beautiful recipe. Let me see, there might be something happening here on the end of the computer. We may be tuning into Kardec Radio Live if the computer is cooperative. So dear friends, at the end is that beautiful recipe and let us begin, let us begin. Andre Louise addresses us as brothers and sisters, as friends, as sisters, as single mothers, as parents, children, spouses, and ultimately people. And he starts, brothers and sisters on the earth, in the midst of the tribulations of human existence, learn to tolerate and to forgive. Here we have two ingredients for our beautiful cake we're baking tonight, the cake of the United States and 
we are reminded that the United States in its name itself, United States, has the proposal for unification. And that is the cake we're baking tonight, the cake of unification. And the first two ingredients are tolerance and forgiveness. And forgiveness will be our flour, the main ingredients, because in this beautiful recipe, forgiveness is woven through by the blessed information from the spirits on high. And the main ingredient is forgiveness. And we're seeing that our computer is becoming a little bit more cooperative. Let us see. No, we're going to let it go right now. So tolerance, dear friends, more tolerant. We're going again to, to Thought and Life, chapter 25. Chapter 25, Emmanuel, who is the spirit author, through Shiko Shavia, teaches us that tolerance is the foundation of all true progress. And tolerance also inspires true, true brotherhood. So that is what we need, right? We need true progress and we need true brotherhood and sisterhood, of course. And we also learn in that chapter that tolerance con conjures feelings of hope, patience, and letting go of evil. And these are all things that we are striving for. We want progress. We want brother and sisterhood. We want fraternity. We want and we want to let go of the evil, of our in incomprehension, of our ignorance. And he also says that tolerance continues service of goodness. And we want to do the good. So we're called to focus on tolerance and forgiveness, and forgiveness is huge. We're reminded what Gandhi taught us. Gandhi said, not forgiving someone is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yes, that is what we're doing, and we want to forgive. Forgiveness helps us. We help, we're being helped to forgive if we can, in any conflict or any difficult situation, if we can elevate ourselves to a so that we can see, so that we can see the eternal soul behind the physical form and that we can learn to address the soul, the eternal spirits in the physical form. It helps us to get perspective. It helps us with forgiveness and forgiveness also reminds us of the fact of law of cause and effect. The people, the situations encounter that may cause us some hardship in our previous existences. These are opportunities for us to grow for soul transformation. So since we are co-creators with God, we must not forget that everything that causes us pain in this lifetime is built on the seeds, is the harvest we are reaping from the seeds we planted in our gardens of eternity in the past. And forgiveness is also a preventative measure that assures us health, peace, renewal, and security. And who does not want health? As a matter of fact, forgiveness is an integral part of our physical and emotional 
psychological, mental, perispiritual health. And we'll talk about that in a moment. So our two most important ingredients right now are tolerance and forgiveness. Forgiveness being number one. Let us continue. No matter how hurt or slandered, offended or cursed you are, evil by doing good. Can we feel, can we see each other, ourselves in that? Have we experienced slander, offense, and being cursed? Well, now we're being asked to forget the evil by doing good. Chapter 12 in the Gospel according to Spiritism, there's a beautiful chapter called Love Your Enemies. And there Jesus tells us, asks us, teaches us to repay evil with goodness. Or, as he says, turn the other cheek. Yes, Jesus teaches us not to follow Moses' law any longer and follow the law of eye for an eye. No, we're not there anymore. Jesus took, it, took us, helped us to take us to a new level. And that is to return good for evil, to turn the other cheek. Now, when he says that, he does not condone self-defense. So when our physical form, for example, is threatened, of course we're not enduring the punishment, the pain, the beating, or maybe even death. No, we have the right and we're even actually entitled to defend ourselves, no question. But what Jesus is not condoning in this is vengeance. We're asked to drop vengeance. And how can we let go of vengeance? Well, we can only let go of our vengeance if we let go of our pride. Only then can we let go and forget and forgive. No dueling any longer. And you may say, Sunshine, dueling is outlawed and nobody is dueling anymore. But dear friends, we're still dueling in our minds. How often do we have run different dialogues in our minds, dialogues with people that we have a problem with? That is a form of dueling. Mental dueling is just as destructive as physical dueling. So now we're called to release that as well. Let us continue, let us go. Hello, Tony, nice to see you. I see that you've joined. Thank you, dear friend. So let us go back to Andre Louise. You who have had your trust or your spirit torn in the traps of darkness. In the traps of darkness, light the light of love. So you who have had your trust betrayed or your spirit torn in the traps of darkness, light the light of love wherever you are. Can we see each other, can ourselves in that slandered, cursed, trust betrayed, spirit torn in the darkness. Let us light the light of love. In other words, turn the other cheek. We turn good for evil. Friends, you who have been vilified or insulted in your most sublime intentions, forget these offenses and bless the tribulations that mold your heart for the greater world. Forget these offenses and bless the tribulations that mold your heart. A friend of mine taught me fairly recently a beautiful way of dealing with conflict, 
with difficult situations, with difficult people. She said, and change yourself. Bless them and change me. Bless them and change me. Friends, we're asked to not no longer point the finger and overlook those three fingers that are pointing back at us. No, we're blessing the other people. What they're doing or not doing is between them and God. It is not our, we're not supposed to be judges. We're not here to change other people. We're here to work on ourselves. So if we have an issue with someone, then we need to work on ourselves. And this is what we're learning here in this proposal, is to forget the offenses and bless the tribulations. Jesus taught us, blessed are the afflicted, for they shall be comforted. How many of us have had a really hard time in our lives and have felt that we drew closer to God than ever before? That is the invitation, that through blessings, through suffering, we draw closer to God. We feel the embrace and the support. Let us remember that God is just and our suffering always has a reason. It is always for our improvement. Remember, we need to remember the law of cause and effect. Suffering draws us closer to God. We start praying. We don't see a solution in our minds and we're reaching out. We're lifting ourselves up closer to God. And that is a blessing. Sisters, he continues to say, who have suffered indescribable torments in your flesh, despised by smiling tormentors who left you distraught in anguish after having lured you with false promises. Bless those who have destroyed your dreams. Friends, do we see the theme? Bless the others who have caused us harm and let us change ourselves. Abigail, who was Saul's fiance and girlfriend in the beautiful book, Paul and Stephen. When Paul saw Saul at the time, was not Paul yet, had a really hard time with his own past. Abigail appeared to him and said, love everything and everybody. Love everything and everybody. It is not easy, we know. But that is the invitation so that every single day we can work on loving everything and everybody just a little bit more. She also said, work as hard as you can. And she asked Saul to have hope in the future. Dear friends, let us have hope in the future. Let us have hope in the United States. Let us have hope in our own future, in the future of the world. We know that we are in a transitional period for about 30 some years. We are working on it, on our inner transformation to make this world a world of regeneration. We're doing our share. Hello, John. Hello, it's so nice to see you. John, yes, thank you, dear friend. What a pleasure. Then she finally said, others incomprehension, soul. Forget other incomprehension, so she said with sincere forgiveness. The ultimate work to forgive 
others' incomprehensions with forgiveness in our hearts. Single mothers, banished from home and beaten by life, falling into prostitution for having kept in your womb the children of your disgrace, without resorting to an abortion, suffering mothers, who are many times denied the right to defend yourselves, a right extended even to criminals in prisons. Forgive your tormentors. Friends, do we see the main ingredient? Forgiveness. Forgiveness will help us in the United States. We need to forgive. We need to forgive our political leaders. We need to forgive the political parties, decisions that are being made, pain that we observe, not only in our immediate environment, but also worldwide, both on the national as well as international terrain. We're asked to forgive, to for forgive the pain that's being caused. Yes, friends, lack of forgiveness will get us sick. It will cause us to feel guilty ultimately, and it will tear on our perispiritual form and will work like a hammer blow on us. And we will get, eventually we will get sick and the United States will get sicker. So we need, we need to do this inner work to raise. Let us continue. People harmed or persecuted all over the world, forgive those who have become instruments of your afflictions and tears. That speaks to us friends, right? Do we see that? Do we sometimes dread switching on the news and hearing what else has happened in the world? Here we're being invited, people harmed or persecuted all over the world. Forgive those who have become instruments of your affliction and tears. We're asked to forgive, to see the good in everyone, to see, to be charitable, to practice benevolence, goodwill towards all, indulgence towards others' imperfections, and forgiveness towards the incomprehension of others, reminding ourselves that the work lies right here in us. Bless them, change me. Andre Louise continues, when you feel the temptation to strike, remember the one who encouraged us to love your enemies and to pray for those who persecute and slander us. Here, are a couple of different ingredients for our cake of unification, the United States. We are asked and reminded that the one who encouraged us, namely Jesus, to love our enemies. Again, chapter 12 in the Gospel according to Spiritism. Love your enemies. We're being asked to loving our enemies, which is charity. It is a form of moral charity to love our neighbors and to love them as ourselves. Loving our enemies, on the other hand, is actually the supreme application of, of charity. We know how hard it is, right friends? We know how hard it is to love our neighbors as ourselves. It is sometimes even hard to love ourselves, right? So 
Here is the ladder. We need to love ourselves most and foremost. We need to learn that because if we can't love ourselves, love and accept ourselves, how can we love our neighbors? But then once we have accomplished that and we are practicing to love our neighbors, then at that moment, the next step on the ladder of loving, of practicing love and forgiveness is loving our enemies. It is, according to the gospel, according to spiritism, the supreme application of charity. To love our enemy does not mean that we have to hold affection towards them. Asked to become roommates. We're not being asked to become roommates to date those so-called enemies. No, no, we're just asked to not hold any rancor towards them and to forgive them with indulgence, benevolence. Yes, friends, that is what we're asked for because Jesus condemns vengeance. And for that, we need to lower our pride. Tony. Tony is saying, hi, it's Veterans Day this Monday in the United States. Exactly. Thank you so much for reminding us. We're blessed to be free to practice and learn anything we choose to study in this country. And that is so true, Tony. Yes, we have the freedom. And not every country experiences that freedom and is blessed with this freedom. Thank you so much for reminding us of that. Yes. So we're learning to love our enemies and to pray for those who persecute and slander us. And here is another proposal to pray another ingredient that is very helpful in uniting us in doing the good to pray for those who persecute and slander us. And that is not only on our personal level, but it is also on the stage of the national level, the political level, the humanitarian level. It is to pray for those who persecute and slander others, for the political leaders, for parties, right, friends? For, for corporations. So we need to think beyond just us in our little family. It's for the universal family. This invitation stands for the universal family. So we need to pray for those who persecute and slander us. Yes, we need to attract good spirits to those who give us a hard time. And that includes maybe even the government, right, friends? So we want to attract good spirits to ourselves and all those that we are associated with. And we want to inspire good thoughts. And as we think, if, the inspi if we inspire good thoughts in our own minds, as we think, we emit. And with that, we attract. And the more good thoughts, elevated thoughts, ripple out from our mind into the United States, into the world, even beyond the United States, the more the general pool, the mental pool, will shift. And... Prayer also helps us to acquire moral strength. And lastly, prayer diverts evil because we're attracting, connecting with God, with, with the good spirits, with the benevolent helper spirits that are always ready to support and help us. Friends, let us go back. Remember the Christ of God 
who prefers to be condemned rather than to condemn. Because those who practice evil know not what they are doing. Friends, those who practice evil know not what they are doing. Let us remember that. Let us remember that always. And of course, this reminds us of Jesus. Jesus on the cross, modeling forgiveness throughout his entire lifetime, among many other things, of course, being the picture, the life of love. One of his last lessons on the cross was, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Friends, he asked us, he modeled to us this supreme forgiveness, being nailed to the cross, being slandered, being murdered for bringing love to this planet. He was capable of forgiving. Friends, can we forgive? Can we forgive the one who cuts us off in traffic can we take another step and forgive those who may not make the decisions that we would like to see in the United States? Can we forgive on a grander scale? That is the proposal for tonight. That is the invitation that we are receiving from this beautiful text that came through the blessed mediumship from Shiko Shavia. Let us wrap up. Know for certain that the laws of death do not exempt anyone and do not forget that on the day of your great farewell to those who stay behind in this place of trials, it is only through the blessings of love and peace of a clear conscience that you will find the deliverance you have longed for. Two more ingredients, friends. Blessings of love and peace in chapter 9 in the gospel according to spiritism we learn about blessed are the meek and peace loving one of the beautiful beatitudes of jesus to be peace loving and to emanate peace starts in our own minds and as we are in peace we will help the world to become more peaceful as we think we emit. So let us be, have the blessings of love and peace of a clear conscience. Clear conscience. So let us love, friends. In the beautiful book, a whole chapter is dedicated to the subject of love. And here Manuel teaches us in this beautiful chapter of love in thought and life. Love is the silent hope of heaven. Love is the silent hope of heaven, awaiting the evolution of all principles, while respecting the decision of all consciences. Isn't that beautiful, friends? We'll repeat. Love is the silent hope of heaven, awaiting the evolution of all principles awaiting our evolution, which starts with forgiveness, while respecting the decision of all consciences. Yes, God gave us free will. We have always a choice, a choice to be more loving and kind, to be more benevolent and indulgent, and to be more forgiving. Love one another, as I have loved you, Jesus taught us. 
Love one another as I have loved you. Jesus left us this unforgettable commandment to encourage us to follow in his footsteps of love and light. He gave us the supreme gift. He taught us, he summarized it all in love one another as I have loved you, friends. And what is needed to love? There is a coin on the other side of love. What is on the other side of love always? You can Friends, on the other side of love is renunciation. When we love, we always have to renounce something. We actually learned about that in a chapter dedicated to this subject. It is, I believe, chapter 12 in Born Nova, The Good News, through Shiko Shavir. I think it is. Oh yeah, it is Brother X who wrote it. Neo Lucio. I'm not quite sure, but it's Born Nova, chapter 12, where we learn that we can only love when we renounce something. And the supreme renunciation is our pride. And it is the supreme renunciation of pride that is needed to forgive. And how can we love if we cannot forgive, friends? Jesus taught us to forgive 70 times 7. And he said that the gift most pleasing to God is to forgive before we pray to God. Forgiveness is key. It is, for, it is key for everything. Love all else and your neighbor as yourself, Jesus taught us. And he said, this sums up the laws, the law. If we love God, we must love our neighbors why do we need to, why must we love our neighbors when we love God? Yes, because we're all children of God. We're all united under one God. And this completes the beautiful cake called the United States. We're uniting in our hearts and minds, knowing that we need to renounce our pride in order to be able to love. And we need to renounce our pride to be forgiving, which is the supreme ingredient for us to become more loving. And with that, the United States will become a more loving country. Dear friends, we will complete and conclude tonight's session with a prayer by Dr. Beseha Disgimenezes, a prayer that will further help us to understand where our work lies, a prayer to help ourselves, and by helping ourselves in our daily lives, it will ripple out into the United States it will help this country, the brain of the world, and it will help the whole world because as the United States, as the brain of this, as the mind of this world will emit and it will touch the whole planet, helping this world to become a world of regeneration, to grow and love more. Friends, if we can, close your eyes, please. 
and let us tune into this beautiful prayer, which is a proposal and invitation by the wonderful and beautiful Dr. Bisea de Gimenezes, the doctor of the poor. He teaches us. If beset by misunderstandings, bless and help. If disharmony threatens you, bless and help. If difficulties appear, bless and help. If lashed by criticism, bless and help. If evil knocks at your door, bless and help. If visited by irritation, bless and help. If problems, bless and help. If discouragement is about to wreck your life, bless and help. If you, if you suffer injustice, bless and help. If your tests are intensified, bless and help. If a loved one forsakes you, bless and help. Even in the days when you have nothing but tears as companions, bless and help. Because by blessing and helping, wherever you may be, you will receive the blessing and the help of God. Dear friends, thank you so much for joining and let us continue to pray, to pray for the United States, not only Friday nights, but every single day, praying and practicing forgiveness so that we may become more loving in our everyday thoughts and words and actions. Good night, dear friends. Much love. Good night. See you.